Greetings, friends, and welcome to this week's Audio Musing. My name is Darian Duckworth. I am so glad you are here today as we listen for God's voice together. This week, like last week, um, I'm digging into the archives of the of the blog and bringing out some of my favorite posts. And this week is once again about a movie, and once again, it is about one of my favorite Christmas movies. That film is Love Actually. Now, I know some of you may be thinking, I don't like Love Actually. I don't really think that it's a Christmas movie, and I totally understand that. Uh, but I do invite you just to take a moment today, no matter how you feel about the film, uh, to reflect with me a little on one specific scene from it. Um, And that was what I wrote about on January 20th, 2016. And I've pulled it out of the archives today to revisit. And originally it was published under the title of The Gospel According to Harry, Eyes of Repentance. That was a really long title. So it has been reshortened now to Revisiting Repentance in Love Actually. So let's take a moment to dig in together to what the Holy Spirit might speak to us. Every December, I set aside an evening to watch Love Actually, a hodgepodge of romance, tears, laughter, and music. Alan Rickman stars as Harry, one of the less flashy characters. He doesn't dance around a mansion like Hugh Grant or take off his clothes on national television like Bill Nye. Instead, most of his lines are weathered, cynical, sarcastic responses to his wife Karen or his assistant who wants to be his mistress, named Mia. Harry doesn't talk a lot but he says much with his straight mouth and his unhappy eyes. As Christmas nears, Mia tries to seduce Harry with flirtations. He begins to give in. He buys her a necklace for Christmas, and he hides it in a coat pocket. Karen, his wife, finds the necklace and assumes it is for her. Yet when Christmas Eve arrives, she opens her gift from Harry, expecting to find the necklace and only to find Joni Mitchell CDs. Later that same evening, after their children's Christmas play, Karen confronts Harry in the most gentle, heartbreaking way, and there is a link to the YouTube video of that scene that I encourage you to take a look at. And in less than one minute in that scene, we see shame, regret, guilt, and desperation cross Harry's face, his need for repentance and forgiveness well up in his eyes instead of tears. As Karen walks away from him at the end of the scene, we sense what he's thinking. I cannot believe what I have done. I cannot believe how deeply I have hurt her. Psalm 51, verses 1, 4, and 6 read, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. Against you, you alone, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. You desire truth in the inward being. This is the moment where it would be easy to judge Harry and King David both. It would be easy for us to say, Well, of course they should be repenting. They've committed adultery. That is a serious sin. They have broken one of the Ten Commandments. But I ask you for us to pause instead. What we see come across Alan Rickman's face is what comes across all of our hearts at some time, the awareness that we've messed up. It doesn't matter how big or small the mistake is by our standards. We are all sinners in need of Christ's redemption. We're all human beings in need of one another's forgiveness. King David's prayer in Psalm 51 is not reserved for the Harrys, but applies to all of us on a daily basis. In this third week of Advent, the gospel lesson begins with the fiery voice of John the Baptist calling us to repentance. This is a season where it is very appropriate to clear the clutter of our lives. We clean the baseboards and empty the closets to make room for guests and new gifts, respectively. What if we took the time to clear our hearts as well? 
to ask God to reveal where we've been a classic fool like Harry says he is, to look upon one another with eyes that truly say, I'm sorry. Repentance is a topic we'd rather avoid, as much as Harry wanted to avoid his conversation with Karen. Yet when we recognize our deep need for God, our longing for his love, repentance can make us stronger than we ever were. I am grateful for the eyes of the late Alan Rickman that spoke what words cannot say. May we all look to our Heavenly Father with such eyes that long for a new heart and a right spirit. May we have the strength to stand still and see his salvation worked out in each of our lives. Thank you so much for listening for God's voice with me today. To read this and other musings, to find resources on grief and yoga and much more, visit my website, darianduckworth.com. There's a link in the show notes to today's musing where you can see the video that I referenced. You can read the musing. And as always, there is a musical selection. And this week's music selection is part of a larger album that I want to encourage you to check out uh, if if you're not familiar with it already. The, uh, The album is titled Behold the Lamb of God and it is by Andrew Peterson. The song that I chose is called Deliver Us because it really goes along with this topic of repentance but I encourage you to look up this whole album and set aside some time to listen to it in order and in whole. It is a marvelous experience because it tells the story of Christmas but it begins in the Old Testament and it ends around the throne of the Lamb of God in the Revelation. And everything in between just tells the story. There are songs that'll make you cry. There are songs that'll make you laugh. There are songs that will stick with you. Um, It is just a masterpiece of an album and of a production. So take a moment to listen, uh, to find that whole album and take a moment to listen to Deliver Us, which can be found in the musing. Once again, friends, a blessed Advent to each of you. I look forward to meeting with you again next week. And until then, all good things to each of you.